Demo and I'm Natasha Ade and we are the V Fouts Podcast. But yeah guys, we're back with episode 10. Wow, like it's episode. Yeah, it's official. It actually is. <laughs> 10 whole weeks as well like. I know, well technically it's been more than 10 weeks first of all. Sorry guys for last week. Oh yeah. I know we didn't drop an episode, but life was lifing. Mm-hmm. I mean, life is still lifing, but life was lifing. Yeah, hopefully like. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, did you have a good week? Yeah, it was a cool week. It was just chill, you know, just been working. Yeah. Did you have a good week? I think it was, yeah, my week was all right. Like, I started doing this whole to-do list thingy, and it actually okay. made me really efficient as well. And as well as that, um, shout out to Slight Motive for actually inviting us for the Battle of oh, the Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was, we won, by the way. <laughs> I couldn't make it because of, you know, work and everything. <laughs> but Tasha held it down, and we actually won. Uh, I feel like they tried to catch you out, I'm not going to lie with that. What was they that question? Me. First of all, if y'all know me, y'all know I'm never, okay. No, actually, that's a lie. This is Nigeria one. Yeah, yeah but, but like, you don't, we don't give Nigeria. Advice. and then people started asking where in Nigeria did you stay <laughs> I honestly should be ashamed really and truly I should be ashamed but it was fun uh, yeah. thank for inviting us apart from that I think my week was cool I had a yeah. couple weird dreams as well you always have weird dreams yeah but they're just bag. really weird dreams I'm not gonna lie though I had weird dreams too did you yeah yeah. What were your dreams about, or is that like peace? You can't say that. Oh no, it's not. It's just like the dreams. I was either like arguing with either my friends or people close to me. Really? But then, um, yeah. But then, obviously, like I woke up and then I had to ask my friends, like, "Oh, is everything cool?" And they're like, "Oh, it's grand." Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I had this other weird dream that um, it was like an apocalypse or something. Okay. I had that dream. Sick. Oh no. Yeah, and then like honestly, I can't remember the details, but at the end of it, we all ended up in the ocean and hippopotamus were trying to get us. And really. Yeah. Yeah, mine was like there was like bombs or whatever, and then I couldn't find my yeah. brothers. And you know you're one from um, Pimp My Ride exhibit. Okay. He tried to help me find my brothers, but we couldn't find them in the end. But yeah, that that was a dream. A lot of I, ha- I actually have so many weird dreams. Yeah, but it was really weird with your dreams. I know yeah. a lot of people about that. But yeah. Yeah, good week all in all. Yeah. And as well as that, we had, a, we we're back with question of the week. Yeah. And the question of the week this week was, would you, would you find a partner for your spouse if you had a terminal illness and knew you didn't have long left? Okay, uh, give background because some people are just like, why would you ask such a question? <laughs> Guys, it was a case where like I was watching Grey's Anatomy. I, like, yeah, I decided Everything not- always tries to like to Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. on this pod. Like, I feel like I even tried to stop speaking about it as much on the pod yeah. because obviously people are actually watching it for the first time as well. I don't really don't consider you. 18 seasons, please catch these spoilers. Honestly, <laughs> but... And then I was watching it and then there was this... Um, there was a patient that came into the hospital, basically, and then she was dying of cancer, her brain, something, something, something. Mm-hmm. And then basically she was trying to match um her boyfriend slash lover and trying to find someone for him when she dies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the guy... um. The guy was just like, why would you do that? Obviously, I'm like, I love you. No one's going to replace you. But she was just like, no, like, I actually want you to be happy when I'm not here. Mm. So that's why I thought of the question. Yeah. What was the result? So the results Wait, let were... me guess. I feel like most people would be like, I don't know. Like, most people would say no to that. Yeah. So was it? 85 people, 85% said no and yeah. 15% said yes. What would you say? I feel... I'm not going to lie. I feel like if I'm dying with terminal illness, I, I don't think I'd have time to think about my partner. Mm-hmm. being. I don't know. Would I? I think if anything, you probably would have. Well, again, I mean, 
I feel like you probably would have more time because you'd be so like at the end of the day you're just like okay I'm leaving I need to make sure everybody's good when yeah. I go so I feel like honestly that would probably be at the forefront I feel like that's it to be honest I feel like God, God forbid God, yeah, forbid, God forbid if I had to terminal illness I'm the one that's even want to like want to plan my funeral make sure everything's tip top yeah. shape <laughs> for when at least I feel like I probably I don't know I feel like I don't know if I'd do that though because I feel like I don't know because that means like once I leave then I'm literally putting you on the next person like you're probably gonna pull up with her on my funeral I don't like I want you to be happy but I wouldn't want it like I wouldn't yeah. you want I wouldn't want it to be that soon yeah I don't know but then again the babe in the um grace not me was doing it as a distraction to distract herself of what was actually happening yeah. and stuff what would you do I feel like on paper I feel like no knowing me I feel like it's obviously what I would do what do you think yeah I, I think do? you would honestly anyone who knows me knows that I'm doing <laughs> And you'd be like, no, we just have to, you know, what do you think of her? Exactly. Like, like, okay, honestly, no, but then I'd be like, Mm-mm, not this one. No, if you do this one, I'll haunt you, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely That's definitely me. I don't know. I do understand that, like, I don't know, it'd be kind of like, to think of them moving on from you and stuff like that is sad. But at the end of the day, I feel like I would want them to be happy. But mm-hmm. I feel like by me helping pick the person, I had I played a part in it. And, yeah, like, I'm somewhat true. involved. And honestly, so, honestly, I don't even think, like, my reason for doing so is altruistic. I think it's a bit selfish that I just I just want to be a part. And I feel like at least if I helped oh. you find somebody, I was somewhat part of it before I died. I didn't, yeah. That's so morbid, isn't it? It, isn't it, it is. But I feel like isn't the question it itself is what? morbid. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like because it's like, it's not like they're, like when you are leaving this earth, like it's not like you're going to come back or whatever. Like you will not be here anymore. Like that's it. You're and gone. And like you'll always remember like, wow, this love that I have is only because of the greater love that I had. <laughs> and that is my footprint yeah i feel like i hate to be the baby you chose though because that's like that kind of i don't know i feel some kind of peace though because it's just like all right like you know like yeah it's time for approval and like, i don't know i don't know i feel like if it's true love though it's just kind of be like i you just like you know you're never gonna be good enough or not good enough like you never measure up to i don't the think love it's a measure style. of thing though i think it's just like there's the like they're just two different kind of loves i guess so yeah if y'all was like this is us it would be like Okay, so it would be like um, Rebecca and Jack. That was like her great love, but she still loves Miguel. But it's just a different kind of love, you know. It doesn't compare. I'm not gonna lie. You don't think so? I don't think so. The love that no, it doesn't compare. But they're still very much in love. Yeah, they're in love, but it's yeah. like you, it's just a different kind. Jack was her soulmate. Yeah, but you were just here because Jack's not here. <laughs> basically, okay. And the new baby's just here because I'm <laughs> same diff. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, y'all. We just thought it was interesting. Yeah. I hope it didn't bump you out too much. <laughs> I think. Hope you don't think we're tough or anything. We were just curious. But, oh my yeah. god! But I feel like with the whole like true love thing. I, okay, so here's my question. Okay. Think hard about this question. I will. Do you think there's such a thing? Okay. Do you believe in unconditional love? I do. Really. I believe in unconditional love. Mm-hmm. But I'm yet to encounter it in, in a romantic set, and I feel like I have it mm-hmm. with people that's close to me. Because I feel like unconditional love is like basically a love that I feel like I'd have unconditional from my child. Because like you know, that's that's for example, if me and you beef or whatever, it's mm-hmm. a case where like okay, you can act mad, I can act mad, but at the end of the day, I still love you, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've experienced it that way, but I've yet to experience it in a romantic set. Okay. What do you think? Do I'm you- going to play it. Guys, I just feel like I just stay on devil's advocate. <laughs> I'm 
probably not bad vibes. I don't think there's such a thing. Do you think so? I don't. I just think that the like it doesn't. Okay, what would you your definition of unconditional? Okay, so love unconditional mean? love means that no matter what changes, no matter what happens, you will always maintain that love for that person. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's realistic. Why? Because like, so you're telling me that if I violate you and just um, I do something and it's terrible to you, that you will still love me unconditionally. Our relationship will still be. We'll still be bestie besties. Da, 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 da. I violated you. Wait, what violation are we talking about? I don't know. Think of a violation. <laughs> if you sleep with my husband, I'd I've slept co- with your man. That's oh. it. No, okay. I slept with your ex. You've slept with my ex? I slept with your ex. I didn't even tell you about it. It was your ex that told you. Oh. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell I didn't, me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Didn't tell you. I feel like mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'd forgive you. Like I feel like I'd be friends with you, but I'd actually stand to you for a while. And I feel like the only reason I said that is because obviously nobody said slept with my ex in the past or whatever. But yeah. there was a situation. I feel like a couple of episodes ago, I was talking about forgiveness and da da da. da. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of situations where someone violated heavy, mm-hmm. and then they didn't tell me, and they're still pretending to be cool with me, and it took Wait, really? me. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about this later. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and and I didn't forgive till last month <laughs> and okay, it was like years ago okay, so no, i feel like no, i feel like i feel like i wouldn't forgive you and that's my point there is no such thing as unconditional love because i feel like if we do bad things or if we hurt people they're going to stop loving us if we okay so if i present to you as this loving what okay whatever i you come to me as whatever you say this is the person I'm meeting, this is the person I've gotten to know, this is the person I'm choosing to love and be my friend. The second I deviate from those characteristics, I don't believe that I... Mm, guys, I know I sound bad vibes, but I don't it's think so. It's actually not bad vibes. I, I don't feel like it's so. realistic. I yeah, I, I don't think that unconditional love exists. I think that when people deviate from like the characteristics that we met them and that we fell in love or loved them for, I do feel like that love also leaves with them. And you mentioned about your child and that technically still isn't unconditional love because the only reason you're loving them through all the violations through all the this and that is because you, they're yours it's because you have you feel a certain type of ownership, ownership. You feel like yeah but if they were not your kids take away that kind of like ownership take away that like that one clause mm-hmm. would it still be unconditional kind of thing but i don't i feel like in that sense i feel like maybe i just haven't mastered the ability or but sometimes you'd have to separate bad people from mm-hmm. bad just because you do something bad doesn't mean you are bad yourself but i feel like it's as humans it's kind of hard to wrap your head around that concept mm-hmm. but like what you said if i fell off with a certain characteristic mm-hmm. and then you deviate from that then you're not who i fell in love with that's the point but technically you are. You've just changed. And I feel like unconditional love, basically, the only difference between, like, love is that it, it like, it can adjust. In the sense that no matter what I do, no matter who I change, no matter how much time passes, no matter, like, where we... Like, it allows the relationship to change, but that love still maintained. And I do... I don't know. I feel like I've kind of... There's been some instances that have been close to it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think unconditional. I just think it's idealistic. I don't think it's real. I don't. Yeah. To like it's true as true as form. Because I mean, and it's like everything you do has to be altruistic. Like I don't know. I just. But I feel like okay. You, as you said, you um, 
the only reason like I'd feel that kind of way about my child is because there's some kind of ownership mm-hmm. but then would that not would that apply to marriage as well because you're my husband even though it's not like oh i own you per se mm-hmm. but i feel like in marriage there's gonna be a lot a lot of violations mm-hmm. but you is that if you forgive someone is that because you love them unconditionally or is because yeah i think so really yeah but like there's been so many cases where marriages have just like we just fell out of love or just this past or time changed you did this and that, this and that kind mm-hmm. of thing so that's what i mean i don't know i just feel like unconditional love like it's just i don't know i think it's it it's would nice, be nice. To say. it's it's nice to think about but really? i i don't know y'all can y'all can correct me if i'm wrong if you guys have experienced like unconditional love I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I feel like you're right in a sense. I feel like with the people I feel like I do love unconditionally, maybe they just haven't reached that, um, they just haven't reached that line for me. Mm. Maybe that they did it. Obviously, whatever they did, I've been able to accept it, but mm-hmm. maybe they're capable of doing something else. Yeah. I don't know. What would be a line that you feel like if I cross? If you never, cross? Yeah, like what would be something that I would like, never forgive you? Yeah. That's hard. Really? Because the thing is, I, I, uh, like, y'all already know this about me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a forgiving person, but I tend to get over things. Really? Yeah. I don't really think there's anything that I care. Like, okay, I don't get over in the sense that, like, I'll probably, uh, you know, pass regrets a little bit. Yeah. But in terms of, like, terminating the relationship, I don't think so. But then would that be un- unconditional love then? Or is that <laughs> just, or is that just you don't have the capability to terminate a relationship? I just don't have the capability to terminate really? relationships. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's unconditional love because I still feel salty or I, I still feel some kind of way. I just don't want to let you go kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that makes sense. <laughs> well, I mean, I would love to work towards that to be that person. To be able to love unconditionally. Yeah. And stuff like that. But I don't know. Because I feel like in this day and age, we're so big on, like, matching energy. And when, you, when it, like, literally unconditional love is the exact opposite of that. Like, you can't be matching energy. Everything that you do has to be altruistic. Everything you do is just because of that love for the person. Whether that person gives you back the same love or the love that you want, it doesn't matter. Because I love you, I want you to be happy, and I'm willing to give you X, Y, Z. Despite how you treat me. And that is not me. <laughs> At all. That makes sense. That's not me in, like, any relationship. Okay, but, okay, let's say, for example, let's say if you did something I didn't like. Mm-hmm. You did something I didn't like. Yeah. But, um, but I, I forgive the situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then let's say, for example, I don't put myself in the same situation for that violation to occur again. Is that... Is that unconditional love? Not really, because you switched up, and I think it ties back to that whole forgiveness thing. Like, okay. you still switch up. You reset, kind of Okay, thing. so unconditional love, you can't switch up? No, yeah. So you... I love you, die. Like, that's, it's literally, I love you, die. Like, whatever. That's a lot to ask from someone. Like... Do you know what? The only form of unconditional love I, I've ever experienced is, like the, like, the love from God. Really? A hundred percent, because no matter what I do, no matter how, like, terrible or yucky or bad or Whatever I feel when it comes to people, I'm still able to go to God. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I like, even in my darkest, my darkest, 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 darkest moments, mm-hmm. I still don't feel like God is looking at me like, you're a bit, you're a bit funny. Yeah, you're a bit bad vibes. You're like, bad you're a bit vibes. funny in the light. I'm not going to lie. Like, nah, I yeah. think God still loves me the same. When you put in that perspective, then I, 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 I don't, I don't think human beings can measure up to that unconditional love that God gives. That's what I'm saying. So. Guys, let's just take the love we have. <laughs> I keep it going. I guess so. 
yeah. yeah. But I feel like with an unconditional love as well, like, how would you... um how would you overcome whatever hurt that the person how would you overcome the pain (sighs) that's actually so techy that's actually so techy because i feel like it also kind of depends on like what the pain derived from Mm -hmm. like i feel like i don't know like different things called different like so do you mean like in romantic relationships both uh, both but let's talk about romantic first and then friendships okay so it kind of depends like what like cheating or something yeah cheating or like cheating is painful guys yeah Cheating is painful. And I feel like cheating is painful because it puts so much, like, doubt and insecurity. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, like, the thing is, you wouldn't, like, things that you wouldn't have even thought about or looked at. Now sec- you're second-guessing. You're second-guessing. 100%. And I don't care who you are. I don't care how confident you are. I don't care how much you put yeah. yourself. If you're a bad bee. If you're a dad nigga. Like, nah. <laughs> the second you deep that raw. You, you stepped, stepped out. on me. Like, you you chose this person over... Like, you put this... You put being with this person in whatever capacity over our relationship. You're going to question yourself. And I feel like it's that pain. It's, like, kind of, like... I don't know. It's, like, now you're just second... Like, you're second-guessing the relationship, but you're also second-guessing yourself because it's, like, uh, what did I not do yeah, that you Yeah, how did I not meet up? Yeah, how did I not measure up? Exactly. Yeah. And even if you know the person is not on your level, you're still thinking... But well, still... Nah. Like, you still... <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like, in my opinion, the only way to overcome a hurt of cheating is not to internalize it because mm. I know it's hard, but like that's the actual only way that you're not gonna go insane. You just have to realize that it was actually not you. I think across the board, I saw this video and it was just like it was like a TikTok video and it was just like, "What is the best advice you've heard?" You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and the advice was not to take things personal. Mm-hmm. Honestly, real talk. I'm starting to, like, that's something that I'm trying to work on because yeah. it's true. Because it's, like, I was having a discussion with a friend, actually, and it was, like, the same situation. Mm-hmm. And the person, and it's funny because it's, like, you know that thing that people say that, like, hurt people hurt people? Yeah. And, like, the person was talking about, like, how they'd experienced something, and then now looking back on it, they had also inflicted that same pain on other people. But up to that point, they never thought about it. Yeah. They never even thought that. Raw. I... The same way that these people had made me feel and the way that I'm internalizing these things is the same way that I've probably made XYZ internalize these things. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, okay, so when you did that to those people, was it like, did you do it intentionally? Was it personal? Was it anything about them? I was like, nah, I was just, I wasn't. And I was like, exactly. More time. And I not to like give people like get out of jail free card, mm-hmm. but it's never personal. Like people doing things to you, people hurting you, people... Like, nothing is ever personal. Everything really just has to, like, it boils down to them. But it's hard to think about it in the moment. You know what I mean? I feel like, I actually do understand what you mean. Because even when I say, like, everything, not even romantic or platonic, like, every single thing I used to internalize to tea, like... Um, there will be a time like if I'm ordering a roll from center or something and the woman is doing bad vibes I'm like oh my god is this something that I did like yeah. like am I am I disturbing her am I asking for too much but then I realized it's like no sis probably had a bad day sis probably hates her job or whatever but before mm-hmm. I used to be like oh my god it's something that I did or whatever mm-hmm. like even um that'd be that I think there was a time a couple months ago where um I was checking out out of something from Tesco, whatever, the self-till or whatever. And immediately that I left, like, the cashier came over and started pressing buttons. And I started thinking, oh, my God, did I do something? Like, is she trying to see if I stole or whatever? Mm-hmm. And maybe, and then it was like, no, it's not even, it's not, like, internal attribution. It's more, like, situational. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe sis is just doing her job. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, she's cleaning the seal for someone else. Mm-hmm. I feel like in that sense, 
even like in a romantic or platonic style, yeah. we kind of internalize, oh, it's something that I did. Like, yeah. I'm doing too much. I'm making this person feel comfortable. Yeah. But no, they're just projecting the hurt that exactly. they experienced from previous relationships yeah. onto you. And it's like, we as people don't even know that we do it. Mm-hmm. Like, and obviously, again, it's scary for us to be like, oh, we could be the bad guy in someone's story. Yeah. And like, we almost don't want to admit that to ourselves. But we can do that and we can internalize that hurt. We can, like, put it on other Project people. Well, so I yeah. think it's important to, like, sit down, like, just sit down with yourself and kind of just like make sure that like you're, make sure you're checking yourself like mm-hmm. do you check yourself mm-hmm. kind of thing because at the end of the day I know it's scary to think that oh, maybe I'm just as bad as the person who hurt me <laughs> you know what I mean because yeah. think about how much you don't like the person who hurt or like how much rage and frustration you how much you just think you're a devil you. yeah. and to think that you too could be that devil to somebody else it's a scary thing to think about and especially when it's like unconsciously absolutely yeah absolutely and it's like you didn't even deep it so what like what does that make you I feel like the same pain. Yeah. And I didn't even peep. I got you. You get what I mean? I feel like for time, I wouldn't say I was a devil yeah. in anyone's story. That's mm-hmm. a big word. You know what yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but so I have to stay still. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I feel like for time, after I got hurt or whatever mm-hmm. from previous like romantic situations, mm-hmm. like there used to be kind of. I feel like I definitely did switch up. I did probably project things into other situations that they it didn't deserve to be projected. Mm-hmm. Like for example, um, there'll be certain words that like if someone's stuck about the future or like making memories or like abort mission there. Yeah, it's literally like that. And obviously like looking back, it's kind of a case where like obviously I've been hurt in the past. Like let's say if I build like in my head like Built, like thought about like maybe a future to someone or like making plans or whatever like when I say even like the littlest things like romantic situation it was actually day by day don't ask me what we're in uh, mm. one time or like a birthday or Christmas what are we gonna do don't yeah. and I feel like the way I used to dismiss it was very unhealthy not even like kind of like kind of sway a little bit I'd just be like mm-hmm. no ew like what and I just like glitch up or something yeah so like I feel like in that sense that was probably me projecting mm. and do you think that like you've somewhat overcome that now yeah like it used to be so bad like i wouldn't even like when i was with people like in romantic situations i wouldn't take photos or snaps because in my head i'm like yeah. what's the point i'm gonna delete this anyway because you're not gonna be my life very long Ooh, yeah. so i feel like in a sense um yeah okay. i guess so <laughs> growth growth <laughs> do you know what i mean but yeah um and then it's i also feel like it's a thing where like sometimes because you kind of mentioned that you're like okay but like making sure that you don't put yourself in a position again Mm -hmm. and it's like that thin line between like your insecurities but also your intuition Mm. and I feel like you kind of have to pull yourself back and like think about things objectively like all right cool this is the situation do I see like actual evidence that this person is doing xyz Mm -hmm. or am I just trying to see like the same patterns that john barry and like dylan yeah, did you know what i, I mean that's it, because yeah. i feel like sometimes we like you know that thing that people say that like if you go through someone's phone you're gonna find something 100%. not necessarily that the person did something wrong but you will find something to be upset about mm-hmm. so i do feel like it's important to like lean more into your intuition like be objective about these things don't rely too much on your feelings or your emotions mm-hmm. because at the end of the day i feel like we as people can almost kind of convince ourselves or like create stories mm-hmm. that we just feel like fits the narrative kind of thing. yeah that's the thing that i feel like with like with intuition versus intuition versus insecurity mm-hmm. it's a case where like insecurity 90 percent from the time it stems from a place of fear yeah like i feel like that's how i know the difference is like a fear of either like not being good enough or not worthy to be in a certain position that I'm in. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with intuition, 
there's no logic it's mm-hmm. just like i know in my heart of hearts yeah, like this yeah, yeah, this is yeah, yeah, uh, doing either this person is doing me dirty or this thing is not it like i don't have any logic or proof mm-hmm. but like <laughs> <laughs> my god no it's exactly it's not even like i had a dream like i just know like, I just, <laughs> but, wait, but you can just know as well if you're going off your feelings what do you say you can know okay i feel like that's it like you would know i feel like sometimes i'd come to you and be like i'm not gonna lie like but like it'll be care it'll be obviously if like i'm talking from a place of fear or a place of like it's just a feeling yeah like it's just a feeling i have no proof but it's just a feeling kind of thing okay that makes sense as well but yeah that makes sense as well i think so um what was i gonna say do you know your attachment styles sis the, or, okay when was the last time you took it last time we took it was last summer yeah have, we haven't taken it we again. haven't taken it since then and then i feel like my it was so scary i feel what i think i i was fearful avoidant mm-hmm. fearful avoidant is basically actually i think i have it on my phone here fearful avoidant is, i wish we actually took the test we i did, feel like we do you know what i feel like growth i feel like our answers would be polar opposite now do you think so 100 percent. 100% i'm all we should honestly we should do actually well, yeah we'll this, do it after yeah. this we will. and then Let's talk see. about it next yeah. week this was me last year mm-hmm. and it was basically um you crave intimacy but you avoid emotional connection mm-hmm. and then you don't like relying on others and stuff like that so yeah. i think that was me last year <laughs> i feel like you'd probably have, have like, i feel like into the secure i, I don't like, think i'm secure secure but, but i'm not a fearful five like percent yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's I used to, I think I even got lower than five percent no. last year. Oh but, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, not that um, anyone is better than the other kind of thing. Like, one is healthier than the other. Maybe, but I do think it's important to like know where you stand and then and, like, and how you can fix it exactly. Because kind of just like grow through it. Like obviously, it's not gonna be tomorrow. Yeah, I think we're just like all right, cool. This is where I am mentally, emotionally. This is where I would like to be. Exactly. This is how, like, this is the dynamic that I would like to have and, like, my relationships and stuff and then go through that. I do think it's it's important to kind of check in on yourself kind of thing Definitely. in that way. And these tests are so easy and, like, they're accessible and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. why I love them. Like, I know some people hate tests like this or, like, the love languages. I'm just, like, it's just nice to have... What is your love language? My love language. <laughs> okay, so my top three or... Mm-hmm. Um, acts of service, yeah. number one. Um, physical touch, number two. And then a sprinkle, just a sprinkle of words of affirmation. Oh, I feel yeah. like that makes sense, though. That's really... Emphasis on sprinkle, because I feel like people just think, like, straight, no. I yeah. like, just sprinkle it. But those two are the most important for me. That makes sense. Oh, let me guess yours. You, you'd be... This is actually hard. Are you like an acts of service and quality time, babe? I'm actually not a quality time, babe. Neither am I. I'm not. I feel like my no is, quality time was like my last. Yeah, I feel like quality time is like something I I want. I want to be quality time, babe, because I don't need that. I just. Do you think so? As long as I'm touching someone, I I genuinely don't need to be doing like spending quality time with you. But that's actually been a problem. Yeah, but I feel like like it kind of like even like not even romantic or platonic, mm-hmm. quality time is something that like I feel like if we're not doing anything, why are we hanging out? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like it's like more more time. I'm Tasha. If we're not doing anything, we're not seeing. Yeah, we're not. So they're like, oh, it's either we have to do this or this or that. But That's like true. quality time, babes, they just hang out just to be in each other's companies, not doing anything. But do you know what I think? I think my physical touch. My physical touch kind of comes in to replace my quality time because mm-hmm. I don't need a reason to be with you as long as I can, like, physically touch you. But I've, I'm that person that's, like, 
<clears throat> I guess the reports that I've gotten is just that, like, when I'm with them, mm-hmm. I don't seem to be there. But what do you mean I'm not there? I can feel you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Just kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, I so I don't mind doing nothing at all, as long as I can touch you. So I think that would be, like, how I substitute it. But you're just like, nah, I don't need to see you. You don't need yeah, to be here. And I feel, yeah, because I it's something, like, I actually really want to be a quality time. Like, that's yeah. something... I've been working on, but I kind of feel like it's because, like, most time, people that's actually close to me, mm-hmm. people that I feel like they're important to me, they're never in the same vicinity where I can just... Like, for a long time, anyway, they were just never, I was like, going to say, yeah, now everyone's yeah, in the same that, vicinity. That's what I'm saying. For a long time, like, yeah. if I want to see, I'd have to, like, catch a flight, even with my dad or my mom or stuff like that. So it's just, like, if... And I feel like with my friends, whenever they, they did see me, like, I'd always have an itinerary, itinerary planned. Like, we're going to do this, 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 and day. Because, obviously, if we're doing if we're being together, we actually have to do something. But I feel like even apart from quality time, that's something I want to be. But I feel like I'm definitely an active service babe. Mm. Just, like you love me so much that you want to make my life as easy as That's possible. It. Do you know what I mean? That's I it. feel like I'm a, definitely a physical touch babe. Only in romantic settings. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Tasha was very, yeah. Because me and Tasha don't even hug or anything. Or no. we, I don't can't remember the last time we hugged or whatever. No, I gave up on that dream. <laughs> yeah, even when we're doing our photos. Or even if I like, if I'm too like, oh, no. Did you like, okay, relax. No, I gave you some, a little bit of. Like, you, girl. I, girl. <laughs> But yeah, don't be lying to the people I feel like yeah phys- physical touch but not even like in a sexual way just I just want to be in your personal space mm. more of the time yeah mm. and then yeah. <laughs> physical touch access. I hate words of information because it's just like obviously I'm not even a sprinkle babe I feel like I'd rather you not tell me how much I mean to you or da-da-da-da. just show me but it's me. not about meaning like sometimes you just need to be like you're you are doing so good you're doing such a good job I see like the work you're putting in and I'm proud of you like yeah. that kind of thing that's like words of affirmation just like mm-hmm. using your words to affirm kind of thing it doesn't mean like I love you baby girl and that kind of thing although that's nice like, you know, don't tell me love you or whatever yeah I think mm. you're right maybe I am maybe like as dust sprinkles, like fairy dust, or <laughs> a salt based sprinkle, <laughs> a salt baby sprinkle of and words of affirmation. Yeah, but yeah, that's funny. We have the same languages. We do. Yeah, guys, I always say this: we're like the same person, but like different, see different bodies. Yeah, because we're related in past life, obviously. Yeah, that's really yeah. But yeah, but what was I gonna say on the TL this week? Well, no, I don't know if it was this week, but there was this um pretending to be crazy video. What's on the TL? I just thought it was recommended on YouTube. Oh, was it? I actually saw it on the TL. Oh, really? Well, I mean, it was really good. I yeah. really enjoyed it. It was funny as shit. It was actually hilarious. It was I feel hilarious. like what was hilarious for me is like the switch up or whatever. <laughs> I like the fact that like when like he pretend to be crazy to avoid certain questions, but like when it was a case for him to gain compassion or empathy, then he would answer the sh- questions straightforward or whatever. I didn't do his homework. <laughs> he actually didn't. He did not do his homework. He went twice. I was like, babes, <laughs> really? Let's stick to one. <laughs> I, I died when he was like oh yeah the demons helped me pick my playlist that morning before I shut off the school that is not funny but like really no I'm just okay really? I think because in our line of work sometimes mm-hmm. we do meet people that kind of put these things on kind of thing definitely and I think it's just interesting to see how people do it and then exactly in, the, in that sense they're doing it to like avoid jail mm-hmm. guys if you haven't seen it go watch it it's actually definitely. interesting and you don't have to it's be it's literally like, called pretending to be crazy, crazy. Um, what's it called? What's a case where you're doing it to avoid jail? Well, guys, do you know what mental hospitals and psychiatric like hospitals are? Literally, like Jesus, it's not somewhere you pretend yeah, to be. It's not not at all, go, babes. And especially when you're doing it to avoid jail. Oh God, you'd actually be better off in jail. 
But I feel like even with jail, I really... One thing I don't like about jail is because, okay, I think maybe 70% of the time, Mm -hmm. people are actually in jail because of some kind of mental... I wouldn't say mental illness, but some kind of mental incapability in mm-hmm. some sense or form or whatever. Like, even little things like of substance abuse, which kind of leads Absolutely. to being, like, more violent or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like jail is more punishment than rehabilitation. rehabilitation yeah. So I feel like it's, it's definitely sad because you're putting these people in jail mm-hmm. be, and, they have, and they're not getting treatment for their... Cl- and when they clearly need help. And on top of that, they have, like, this stigma when they're in jail mm-hmm. and then when they come out of jail it makes it so hard to like rehabilitate back into society so it's just like mm-hmm. what is the point of jail i think that jail the whole point is that it just feeds into like the capitalistic system i don't Definitely. think it's there to be be, be benefit it, yeah so. exactly and then the countries where jail is like um takes like rehabilitative approaches like mm-hmm. i think in like the scandinavian countries you can see like a vast vast difference and i know like when it comes to like the state or whatever like jail is just a money maker i'm not gonna Definitely. lie and that's why i'm very 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 like anti the prison system and things of that yeah. nature just because i don't think that it helps anyone except those who are profiting off of it like monetarily kind of thing 100 percent. like you said like the majority of people that are in jail are in jail for non-violent offenses mm-hmm. um and then also like the disparities in jail the fact that per- I can only speak for the states. I don't actually mm-hmm. know the statistics for Ireland, but primarily the people that are in jail are people of my of color, mm-hmm. um, and it's just and yet those like their white counterparts are committing the crimes at the same rate, if not more than. Mm-hmm. So just kind of like looking at all the angles, it's like what's actually the benefit of this? Exactly. Like what? And I feel like as well as that, it's like when you deep, it's actually really sad because obviously there's like biological dispositions or like societal mm-hmm. environmental and it's just like mm-hmm. maybe like when you're not exposed to a certain life you don't realize how hard other people have it but Absolutely. for some people it's like jail is like it's almost they're destined to be based on like their whole family mm-hmm. like you go you can go to like a certain area or whatever and then for people not to go to jail it's just like wow, wow. like you actually do make it yeah. so i feel like in that sense it's actually so sad because some people are born to certain destinies that mm-hmm. they actually can't help yeah. and on top of that you're not trying to help them and then on top of that the stigma that they get when they exactly. come out it's just very like where do you want because to go because it's like here? you're in there trying to convince people like oh come and do better what are you giving them to do better what are you You've giving taken them away like i know that in america like if you've gone to jail for like a certain like a certain um um, what's it called felony or something like that you mm-hmm. can't like get financial aid there's certain places you can't work at mm-hmm. you can never have a certain type of account like so really and truly you decided that nah we're gonna destroy your life because one thing that you've done so then how do you expect people to go on and feel the need to do better and be better because you've taken away their hope and my thing is when you take away people's hope when you mm-hmm. take away their options you've left them with nothing so of course they're gonna like they're gonna turn to hundred percent more kind. They're gonna turn to like doing things to, like quick money because the system has shut them out. So all right, cool. We're gonna go behind the system, kind of thing. Hundred percent. And I feel like I don't know if um you've have you watched the case of Khalif Browder or whatever uh, Rikers Island or whatever. When I say that pain. story broke my heart because basically the whole time really God, it was painful. It was painful because do you know what they did to that boy? And the thing is like. Okay, people with mental illnesses go to jail, but people without mental illnesses come out of jail with mental illnesses God. because he he got a falsely accused of robbing like yeah. a school back or whatever from like a white person, mm-hmm. and then 
he went to Rikers Island, like the jail of all jails, like the jails, like the ma- PhD of all jails, you know what I mean? And he was, yeah. they put him like in a kind of an adult system when he was, I think, 17 or 18 at the yeah. time. And on top of that, it was like solitary confinement. And mm-hmm. like, he came out so much worse than he came in because mm-hmm. like you're in solitary confinement for like 23 hours a day. And the damage that was done was just irreparable. It was, mm-hmm. it was irreparable. Because even though technically like okay so he was like i think was he exonerated i don't know if he was he was exonerated eventually but he killed himself because of all the like the voices he was hearing and he became so paranoid of the the police or even people that weren't police he literally Mm -hmm. thought everyone was like there to yeah his life literally took a turn for the worst literally like at the end of the day how can we justify how can we actually sit here and justify like, the prison system like at all but then the question is okay so then if we say okay let's demolish the prison system where do we go i don't think demolish kind of like restructure like well can you restructure like this is the thing can such a system be restructured because i know a lot of people will be like we have to change the system guys the system the was system. never yeah exactly <laughs> you can't like be or change or restructure a system that was never gated to be beneficial towards a certain, like, to a certain group of people or yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you really change that? Well, I feel like you do change it. Like, it is, po- it's not, like, impossible because, like, there's likes of people that are in Sweden mm-hmm. and, like, the Swedish prisons or whatever. It's not, it's not as, it's more progressive than it is in state places like America or mm-hmm. like... Okay, so you're basically saying because it's been done before, it's, it's not impossible unpo- to do it. Definitely, it's not impossible. As, it's yeah. either like you're being lazy, your priorities aren't right, mm-hmm. you're being greedy or whatever, because obviously it's going to take a lot of I money. Think it just, I think it does boil down to greed though, because I really and truly like the people that are working on ground like to fight for these causes, mm-hmm. to fight for these changes, they are actively working, they're working tirelessly. But at the end of the day... If leaders, if the people in power, if those who have the ability to make that change are refuting it, if, like, they're not doing the work that mm-hmm. needs to be done, where are you going to go? Uh, yeah, I feel like the, the leaders probably see people who have any reason to be in prison just not worth saving, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. Because, if anything, they should be one of the people that you should save. It's, like, basically, like, people, like, for example, if people of the church see sinners as people like oh yeah you don't belong here because like yeah you should just go to somewhere else because you're not worth like being in this building where those are people that you actually should be helping and stuff like that i don't even think it's a worth. i think it's worth saving but i feel like also i feel like people in power yeah are just in a different bubble like like with nigeria or whatever Mm -hmm. but do you know how insane (laughs) do you know how time around do you know how wicked it is to say that uh this because this social media site Twitter, by the way, um, decided to shove me out. <laughs> Nobody can have. This. You are crazy. You are crazy. Do you know when I heard that I was just like, "You're out." This has to be a joke because I'm not gonna lie. And SARS was though how many months ago? Guy. And before you guys did an investigation no, but, for all of that, mm-hmm. like, and before you, I don't even think there's any actual like there's okay stuff on paper like or oh, mm-hmm. oh, things have changed on paper, but. Yeah. People are in Nigeria saying differently, mm-hmm. so I feel like for you now to come and 
put priority on Twitter when mm-hmm. there's deeper issues. Was it not even like a couple of episodes we were talking about how someone got raped mm-hmm. and killed mm-hmm. in Nigeria and like there's this all like the and in with sexual assaults nothing, nothing. has been done in nigeria but, but it's twitter one, ooh, i was offended my feelings it's the hurt. battle you want to fight and that's the point that's what i mean like it's like the, those that are in power especially like specifically even talking about nigeria they don't care they, they don't, don't care and it's so it's so heartbreaking because when you're on this end like when you're like obviously we as nigerians mm-hmm. who are like abroad or whatever mm-hmm. it's like what can we even do to like change or do anything kind of thing. yeah and it's like i know okay so it's just like oh it's just social media it's not just social media first of all uh, i can okay i can only speak for myself but i know for a lot of us um like what's it called second gens or first gen even the answer is information i heard it through twitter mm-hmm. i didn't hear it through the news outlets mm-hmm. first or any mm-hmm. of this i heard it through twitter that was the way that they were able to get information that was the way they were able to get funding that was the way they're able to get like access to other people mm-hmm. access to jobs access to help and to take that way to take that away to take that their voice. resource to, to take their voice away it's like it's a dictatorship it's Definitely. a dictatorship and it's sad and it's disheartening and it's kind of a case where it's just like gosh do we ever get a break kind of thing we actually don't. We actually don't because it's a case where, like, even the powers that are supposed to be for you, the people that look like you, the people that should be fighting for you, they're not even doing it either. And I feel like that's 100% because of greed. Like, when I say, 100%. okay, like, there's greed in the world, but the greed in Nigeria, I feel like it's even so disappointing because, don't get me wrong, I will forever be Nigerian before I am an Irish babe. Yeah. But it's just so disappointing. You know when someone has so much potential, but the... <sighs> I think it's like the potential that country has because you know the minimum wage in Nigeria right now is about 30,000 naira which is 50 euro a month Mm -hmm. what is 50 euro a month supposed to do for someone who has a family sis and when you compare that to the to the money even 50 euro a day no no like let's think about and that's not even being like being luxurious or whatever like how is that supposed to help and when you actually compare it to like the money like the politicians are getting it's like five figures a month Mm -hmm. And then you're giving someone 50. Like, I j- yeah. it's just bizarre. Like, how does this make sense? And it's like, why is it that it's just constant pain and strife no matter where you turn, no matter what angle it is? It's just constant, constant, constant. And then we, like, it's like, what can we actually do? Because, the like, the potential that country has, the people that come from that country, like, ah, the resources. Like, like it's there. But it's so mismanaged that I genuinely, like, it would actually take a lot. It would take almost a miracle to resurrect the country. And it's like it's disappointing because literally, like all the people that want to help, what like even though you want to help, it's like it's so it's generations of of abolishments that needs to happen. <laughs> literally, you have they're raising their kids to be like that. They had ancestors mm-hmm, like that, like mm-hmm. people who just want to be in power. Yeah. But I feel like one thing that I that actually irritates me about Nigeria is the healthcare. Mm. like the system when i say basically um my i have two brothers the one okay. that and demi who's after me um growing up um when we were in nigeria at the time um he had like my parents noticed that he was breathing really weird like he'd breathe heavily and like he just like his breathing was just really weird mm-hmm. and then then hospitals and the healthcare in nigeria told us that he was allergic to carpet at the time mm-hmm. so every house that we went to Literally, we had to remove the carpet. Like, he wasn't allowed to sleep with carpet. Mm-hmm. And then we moved um, 
to this side of the world or whatever and again we had to be like yeah like my son's actually allergic to carpet or whatever and then there was a time like my my youngest brother when he was born we just went for a checkup and I was just like you know what let's get all the kids checked up mm-hmm. and then it was a case where like we found out he, he actually had a heart condition there was something like some to I don't know the biological whatever but mm-hmm. some connection that was supposed to connect the other way and he was literally like on the edge of dying like a couple months like he would he wouldn't he would have gone and it was a case where like they had to be like we don't even need your consent at this stage like whether you like you say yes or no like he has to go into operation and like and when you actually deep it like carpet issue versus heart condition Mm, like where is the where is the correlation like Mm -hmm. so it's just and again it has so much potential because it's the same nigerians like when they come abroad that like when they every come time abroad, we hear someone mm-hmm. like not even trying to be like xenophobic or you know all, like we like love all African countries. Yeah. But what I'm saying is Nigerians more last. They don't. They don't. More time when you're hearing about if you're hearing about successful Black people, mm-hmm. no matter where, no matter where, be it England, America, shoot Asia, you're gonna hear a Nigerian name. Exactly, you are going to hear a Nigerian name, and that's period. So it's just really sad. Like they have all the potential. I don't know if it's like the education resources or like it's just the resources in Nigeria as a whole but like mm-hmm. when when you take the Nigerians away from that environment they excel they excel so it's just clearly Nigeria is the problem yeah so it's just really sad painful man it's painful and like even on that like topic of like black strife and things like that have you oh um have you watched the that Amazon Prime series the them mm-hmm. no oh my god first of all it was so scary but it was like I wouldn't even recommend it. Honestly, personally, I wouldn't watch it again. Really? But I did finish it. And the whole time, it was just like... The whole time, I'm just thinking, who thought of this? Like, why would you... It was just... It was just literally trauma. It was just trauma, but like, in horror style. And I was like, who thought of this? Like, why? And then it was like... It kind of brought me to the topic of like, why are we still having those... These kind of shows and movies Oh, is it like, like Jordan Peele kind of stuff? It's kind of like... Yeah, but like more horror really? like it, it was very twisted it was very very twisted like to the point where like i'm not gonna lie i had to say an extra prayer before i went to sleep really? yeah it was very twisted it was very uncomfortable to watch it was like why are you thinking of this kind of thing and it was just centered around it was black just, trauma it was too twisted it was very strange kind of thing and it's a case where all the the majority of the actors in that show actually had to go to therapy because they're that traumatized after. really yes and it's just like why are we forcing I like it's just like imagine like being a black creative and like you're so ex- and you're so talented but you're stuck and you're confined to these roles that are just stuck like trauma psychic trauma psychic suffering it's like no literally it's just like ah, no, don't forget the drizzle of suffering like no nah. it's not fair because it's 2021 it's like fair. how many times do you have to say there's more to black stories than like, hardship guys please give me some indie rom-com Give Honestly. me a coming of age story. Can you say, oh God, I'm tired. Like, I, like, or people out of this situation it's making you through the hardship and how they excel or whatever. Like, we don't want to hear try. Like, is it every day? It's not every day. It's actually it's not, not every day. day. Like, every black day. stories matter, but I feel like <sighs> it doesn't need to be fictionalized because again, we see it every day. So I think that's it. Like, Allow people to get away from their pain and suffering. It's like we go to movies to be lifted and like. It's just too much. That was just crazy, and I, I think of the fact that they all really just—they all had to go therapy to like. That's come back crazy. From that. God, it's like you're just no. Why do you, like? Why does the industry insist on like re-traumatizing a new generation or a new set of people? 
of black stories because yeah. really and truly we're 20 in 2021 like okay. it's 2021 please switch up hire new hire new creators <laughs> hire black people in these spaces i think so that we can it. have some good stories because when you deep it it's like when white people are actually the ones like writing the stories it just makes it more like <laughs> really like this is your fancy yeah. like how, ugh, i don't know but anyways yeah yeah Oh, we're kind of ending it on a really sour note. <laughs> Scary note. <laughs> Ugh, Black tight. Um, I don't know. Gyms are open. Did you, I actually went to my first session I'm yesterday? Going to the gym. I'm going to the gym tomorrow. I'm winning. Yeah. Because I'm go. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a gym babe, guys. So mm-hmm. I kind of need to be, you know, showing the ropes a little bit. Yeah. But um, yeah. Outside, we're really back. Although. I did see, like, it was pushed or something for, like, two weeks or something. Yeah, but I feel like it's just... Like, I don't lie. I'm not paying attention. The second restaurant's open, the second the gym opens, the second I can go to the movies, guys, lockdown is over. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see y'all outside. 100%, man. Yeah, that's done on that. But, yeah, till next week. Till next week. Thanks, y'all, as per usual. We appreciate the support ten times. Yeah, both. y'all are, so, like, wow. Honestly. Like, we support people, man. Very much supportive. Like, the feedback, anytime I get yeah. feedback, it's just, like, wow. Or every like, time I see, like, a new country on the listener list, I'm like, like zing. Shout yeah. out to Kenya. <laughs> Shout out to France. Mexico. <laughs> no, really, truly. I'm like, y'all rocking with us from all the way over there. Like, yeah, yeah, really do appreciate it. Like super, super guys. So thank you. Thank you. You guys have a wonderful week, and we'll catch you on the next episode. In episode eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. guys.